Once again, and what an episode have we got for you tonight. Not too long. Nice, easy, comfortable listen. Maybe an hour. It's myself, Tony, Captain Team England. Joined by my vice-captain, Chris. Hello, hello. You, you say it's only going to be an hour, Tony, but we haven't started yet. No, so... it's only going to be an hour. <laughs> because both Chris and I have totally prepared our armies well in advance. and just want to admire them in the palm of our hands. The paint yeah, jobs, I... the immense, the way the light shines off my Farseer's forehead. I mean, these are all things I want to do. Not paint and build some models that are still in boxes. How about you, Chris? I mean, I've got three Catan painted. I've still got to paint the entire rest of the army, but you know. Jesus, what? I've got a... <laughs> Catan look ace, though, so I'm happy. I mean, just in case you do see us at the upcoming Nottingham uh, UKTC Super Major, because that's what we're going to be talking about this evening, um, yep. myself and Chris are going to be in attendance along with a swathe of people who are involved in the England applications this year. And to tonight's episode, um, we're going to go through list, but in case you do see us, Chris's army is the lovely painted Necrons that even though he looks tired, they look amazing. And mine is the Eldar that looked like I painted him when I was 12 because I've perfected that paint level and just maintained it since I was 12. So I'm not changing now. I'm too old. Well, at least you're honest, Tony. <laughs> honest about my paint job, honest on the tabletop, and just an all-around nice guy. But enough of that. Let's talk about some army lists. So... Yes, do it. There is, I mean, how many, we're up to 350 now on, on, the, on the roster. For, oh, there's a, lot, there's a lot of players, yeah, it's a big one. It was, it's, it's, it's probably the biggest outside of LGT, I think, for the UKT. I think Nottingham is a big draw. I think being able to go to Warhammer World, being popped down on the Friday, check out the, the Bugmans and have a pint. I think lots of people come for that and go, you know what, I'll make the time to play a game of Warhammer World, just to pop in or buy some full-priced Games Workshop merchandise because you've got money to burn. That All part of the allure. Yeah, it absolutely is. Home of Warhammer, isn't it? So, it's like the Mecca. Everyone comes down. They love it. Well, I mean, last time I was in there for the, the team tournament, I did pop in and buy two Redemptor Dreadnoughts on my way out, just because I was like, well, it'd be rude not to. You're there. You're there. Yeah, you're there. Yeah. So, we have got um, 12 lists to look at from people from Team England who are applying this year. In no particular order, um, just looking at ones as they come up. Um, so you guys can find this um, through um, the amazing Beskis Parish website, which is one of our sponsors. Um, and you can see that uh, here on the screen. So Nottingham UK, uh, Super Major. If you've got a, a subscription, you can see everybody's list. You can check out what people are running. You can check the pairings and the results. And I do love checking that out post-event just to find out how people have done, what the run was, if some things beat things, or maybe you think, look at the mission and go, ooh, was that good? Was it bad? Because you can go to the UKTC and see what their mission pack is, see what the terrain packs are. It's very upfront and very uh, transparent in terms of how that plays out. And we will obviously be back post-event to do a little bit of a breakdown, talk about how both Chris and I did with our lists, as well as look at how some of these guys did. So, I think we should play a game of higher or lower, Chris. <laughs> okay, right. Go on then. So we'll, we'll go through these lists and we're going to go, is that person going to end up higher or lower? And I'll make a little list in front of me. Of uh, where these people are going to end up. Okay, oh, that's okay, right. that's interesting. That's a game. That's a game. So let's go. First one out of the pack then is our good friend Chris Kinnear, Necron Overlord. You're straight up, baby. Yeah. You can't be higher or lower because then the next one, you know, it's going to be interesting. So well, it's just going to be lower from here on in, Tony. So it's, it's fine. It's an easy game. Well, if I'm next, we're going to have <laughs> so this is Chris's. Now you see me, Necron's list. Uh, Necrons, 2,000 points. Hypercrypt Legion, the Trixie Necrons. So he's got Chronomancer, Chronomancer with Dimensional Overseer, uh, another Chronomancer who's got the Osteoclay Fulcrum, 
a surprising amount of Catans because they're not good for their points. Catan Charge, oh, Nightbringer, Void Dragon, a Locust Lord, a Tranny Catan just running around going, <laughs> teleport. Immortals, Immortals, Immortals because they're not bad value either. And then a fine selection of Locusts. So you've got Locust Destroyer with a Gorse Cannon, uh, three heavies, three heavies, three heavies, triple tomb blades. Come on, Chris, give us the flavour of this list. What's the idea? Okay, so this is just a uh, just. I just I just love it. I just my style completely. Like when I play forty k, I've had a good game when I've pissed my opponent off to no end. <laughs> not because Chris <laughs> is not a nice person to play. I will hasten to add. It's just I love nonsense lists. It's just going like and like your opponent's out there going. Can't do anything against this. Like, what is going on? Um, but no, I, but I would say, idea. I will clarify, not nonsense like, here's 20 bodies that you can't kill because they've got rerollable, like, reanimations. It's more yeah, actual fun-to-play nonsense. Yeah, it's it's all just, like, really, really fast-moving army um, and just having... Uh, so the, the, the trick with the list here is there's, there's six units that abuse the um, shoot-after-you've-moved mechanic. Oh, that's so, totally balanced. Yeah, great. Yeah, so uh, what I've done, which I've not seen anyone else do yet, is take um, the little five-man squads of Immortals rather than like ten mans that everyone else has taken and just stick in a Chronomancer in them. So for 120 points, you have a unit that has 11 OC, which strikes three inches away, shoots, kills a few cultists or whatever on a battlefield and just moves on and takes the objective off them. Um, after the shot, it's just really, really nice uh, tech that I've sort of been playing with. It's been really useful for me so far. So, give me one list that you don't want to play with that list. Um, a Curse Cultist. Fair. Interesting. <laughs> just, uh, I, I don't think I have the output to kill it. It's just... Ugh. I just gave up in the end. I was I was building um, a lot of lists to try and kill them. And then I was like, Necrons just don't really have the output. What are you clicking on, Chris? Out. Chris has got nervous click, everybody. I can hear him going click, click, click in the background. Is it your mouse clicking? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> mouse clicking. I'm like... <laughs> Chris is, I don't know, clicking fingernails, sharpening neckbone yeah, blades. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're so just sharpening your knobs at talons. on my mouse. Well, I hope yeah. he's clicking himself to the top of the leaderboard. So, <laughs> yeah. here's a question. Higher or lower? It's me next, Chris. So who's going to place higher at the Nottingham GT? Your Trixie list or my, everybody's meta favourite, Eldar list? That's right. You're going lower, Tony. You're going lower. Lower. <laughs> Fine. We'll tell you what. You start typing this up, and we'll check the rankings and all see right, okay, where right, it went. Because, because we're going to keep adding people to our list. So, are they above, below, between? You can start doing that. So, next one is mine. I um, I dithered about this quite a lot in terms of list. I think that that's fair. I, I was going to run Space Marines for a long time, but I, I double whammy. I've got a selection of Space Marine units to run most. I think probably meta space marine builds. I think that the Vanguard build that John Lennon made so popular at Worlds, I'm sure I've said in previous podcasts, I was testing those, those teleporting centurions because they were the standout unit in the book when, they, when it first came out. But beyond them, the other units really struggle. I'm not a fan of a 220 point Inceptor unit that trades for nothing. Like it drops, it kills, and then people pretty much kill those Inceptors. Very rarely are your Inceptors surviving or trading or sitting at 18 and not doing a lot of damage you just haven't got the mission play units in the marine book to to not use them to block to screen to go three inches on an objective and for that reason i i toyed with 
Um, some Stormraven builds. I twinned with the Ironstorm build. I tried the Vanguard, Dark Angels, Ultramarines. I tried a Thunderwolf Cav build. I tried an MSU Black Templars build. I mean, I've tried every build going, short of the Blood Angels one that Naz took to Worlds, because we all know that Stormhawk Interceptors are shite. Sorry, Naz. Um, so that brought me back round to my other long-time favourite army. Everybody's favourite Eldar. They're doing so badly in the meta at the moment, I thought maybe I could give them a little meta boost. So You're so I've gone, boring, Tony. I I've gone for the auto way leaper. Well, I've got my fastest guy runner who's got the enhancement, Reader of the Runes, because I had 20 points spare. What a hero. Got Fugan, your, everybody's favourite, or Fuegan, if you're a certain member of the England team. Irilith, um, I think he's a bit of an interesting pick. Solitaire, Spirit Seer, doing his standard Fates Messenger. He's got the Wraith Guard Bodyguard. Night Spinner, just the one, just be, and just for the slowing, really, more than the Igor's last sight. Ten Shadow Spectres. It really isn't 10 Shadow Spectres, I think, is a really annoying unit that does similar to what you've got, Chris. It drops down, it shoots, and it moves, or it moves, shoots, moves, or it moves, shoots, fires, and fades, moves. Like, it's got loads and loads of, like, shoots, moves, yeah, and you fires, move, and fades. You, you move a lot more than I do. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> well, I've got my Shroud Runners for a bit of scout and lethal hits action, and then I've got 10 5 5 Warp Spiders, which I'm really looking forward to using, because I think that 5 Warp Spiders is annoying and a really good objective maker. 10 really can give people pause just because of the threat range of 24-inch 11 flame... 24-inch move with 11 flamers behind it going, I'm taking your objective. So I love that list. 10 Wraith Guard at the bottom, just kind of making up the points there. I didn't run an Incarn. I just think lots of lots of good players know what it does. They're going to see it come in. There's nothing I think that the Incarn brings that anybody's going to go, oh, wow, I didn't see that playing like that. So... Chaff will be far away from valuable units, or they'll screen things, or they'll make it so the Incarn has to pop on the wrong side of a wall and charges are impossible. And I, I think a good player can play around it. And like even in my own list, there's not a lot that I'm worried about it tagging. Like I don't, the Incarn appears, it's going to have to get overwatched. The, the angles are really difficult for it. So I, I really like this list. I think it's interesting. I shared it with a few England players who played some Eldar this edition just to go, what do you think? So I didn't want to. I did have a more spammy list that was loads and loads of five man or two man bike units or a little five man aspect warriors. But I think this keeps some of the killing power you're in because I'm the same as you. I think a curse to probably the biggest hurdle to jump. Probably because the previous UKTC GT when it was is Will is running a curse as well, and he's very accomplished with them. Knows what they're doing. So yeah, yeah. I would put myself below yours because I actually think that people know what mine does, even though I've brought slightly different units. People know what Eldar does. They know the tricks of the list. They know that Wraithguard do this, move this, if they've played any sort of decent level of tournament play. So I might catch somebody out who's not played much Eldar, but for the most part, I think at the top end, it'll be a very careful game of measured moves, trade. And, you know, I, I have brought some swing units. Wraithguard could be swingy. Warspiders could be swingy. The Solitaire could be swingy. Fugan could be swingy. Like, everything can absolutely go to go to, you know, to pot if yeah. you, if you line them all up, and I know it's a dice game, but I think your Necron list is more reliable in that regard as well, with a few more built-in rerolls. Well, you um, know how I hate dice, Tony. So <laughs> I've just I, I've just gone for I don't actually need to roll dice. I'll just move and just deny primary. And uh, okay, so and... Chris is number one, and I'm number two. Who will come between <laughs> us in the ranking next? Well, why don't we've talked about him already? Why don't we go to our good friend Will Whitaker of the Mind Goblins didn't put Team England on there. Will outrageous, not getting picked. So he is running. I mean, I'm not spending time on this. It's just me. Team England is just me, I'll, and screw I'll, the rest of you. I'm gonna get Zach to update that. Yeah, great. So 
Uh, can't, can't fix what ain't broke because Will is expecting a nerf in the upcoming date slate, as we heard him on the last episode um, of the Lion's Den. So he, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. It's triple Chaos Lord, triple Dark Commune, uh, two Rhinos, triple Accursed, Chosen, Chosen, Chosen. Um, I don't think he's made any changes to that. Double Forge Fiend, double Nurgling Celesque. And I think it is just a great mixture of unit shooting. I mean, the, go through the top to bottom. The Chaos Lords are underpriced and ridiculous what they do for 75 points. The Dark Communes are underpriced and crazy what they do for 55 points. The Rhinos are top of the meta. Transports that are cheap and whole models are amazing for the points. The Curse Cultics are OC2 and underpriced by probably about 30 to 40 points at least. Chosen are also ridiculously priced for the damage output. And even if they aren't great or they use their balance compared to like Blade Guard Veterans or something like that, they still are an assault so an advanced charge and fallback ablative three wound unit for a Chaos Lord who just is ridiculous. Forge Fiends are not 180 points. They're at least 220-230. Nurglin's a great mission play and Celeski is not 120. So that tells you where I think the Chaos list is in terms of the upcoming date slate. Yeah, it's just it's just so strong. It is really good. It is, it's the classic the list thing... of it's crap to play against sometimes, but it's amazing to play. <laughs> The only thing I don't like about uh, Will's list compared to Manny's is it gives up Assassinate by taking Celeste. So the Manny's yeah. world's list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Manny just has the three Chaos Lords and the three Dark Communes, which you can't ever really kill the Dark Communes reliably. Yeah, so there is um, the Mind Witch in the Dark Commune is a character, but... And you it's give, the only character. Yeah, and you give the unit the character keyword, but, I mean, an Accursed Brick on its own, if you're not playing to get the characters, is hard enough to kill through, let alone to kill it to the very last model who's tucked in behind a ruin somewhere, behind 25 ablative wounds. So 25 bladed bodies, some of which have got two wounds, three wounds, filled up. it's a crazy amount of damage you have to get through. Um, and the mission play is great, as we've said. The, the OC is great. I just think it's, it's an all-round great list. Yeah. Where do we put Will? Um, higher. I think, I, I think Will is... Will's the man to beat, guys. Yeah, he, he is. Okay, Will's at the top. Tucked in behind Chris's second place. I've already been bumped to third. I'm not very happy. Let's move on to the next player. So who have we got next? I know who we've got next. He's he's one Gosh. of the ostensibly one of the Warmasters. He's a, a fan or member of Team France, Team Algeria, Team Belgium, Team USA, Team England, Team Scotland, Team Ireland, Team Wales, and the Northern Irish have also suggested that you might want to play for them. It's our friend Nassim. In guard we trust with a little little dove holding an olive branch. Is that what he does before he absolutely <laughs> artilleries the crap out of you? So in Team England have a Discord server. We would love you guys to come and join that. You can find us on the Discord link at the bottom wherever you're finding this podcast. And if you ever want to play against Nassim, Nassim's on every day playing 40k on TTS. Yeah, that, that's why he's all done. And that's because Naz has basically uh, run out of people to want to play his guard list because it's kind of demoralising. Shall we say? It's just indirect, isn't it? Everyone hates indirect. Not Get Lord Solar Leonatus. He loves indirect. He's oh. brought a platoon command squad, two tank commanders who, for their points, are very good because the shoot on death, if you can roll it, is is an extra kick up the arse after you've killed quite a tough model anyway and you've got up close and you sacrifice something. If he gets his shoot on death off, he is probably killing you back. Ursula Creed is ridiculous for 55 points in terms of the utility and buffs. And then he's got some jungle fighters, some deathcore, and then he's got Bulgrin, Bulgrin, Kazakin, 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 Manticore, 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 Sentinel, Sentinels. The triple Manticore, even just three Manticores, is oppressive when you've got the Bulgrin bearing down on you. I'm interested that last time I saw this list, he had um, two, three Bulgrin, 
two big squads and a little squad. He's dropped the little squad to get some more chaff, so to get some jungle fighters in Death Court. I quite like that, actually. Just more mission play units, rather than going greedy or taking anything extra. Yeah, totally. I mean, the, the third unit of three Bolgrin is probably just not needed. What is the... What, so the um, what do you call it? The Kachan Scout and the Death Call give you sticky? What do Death Call is their ability to do? Uh, uh, pass. Okay. It's a quick sure. look at the app whilst Tony totally edits this out of the podcast. There we go. <laughs> the joys of not doing things live on YouTube. Death Call of Cree. I spelled Call wrong. There we go. I could spell with a K. Of course it is. Each start model in this unit makes an attack. Add one to the hit roll if it's below start trend. Add one to the wound roll if it's below. What? No, oh, that's not very good. Why is it taking them then? They're just cheap. I think they get um they get a res. They get a, they got a death code medi pack. Ah uh, yeah, the various units oh. below start trend you can return D three. So uh, when he yeah. plays versus like indirect, he just shoves um solo Leontis in that squad. So then even when they're getting shot, they're just resing back. So people just think, oh, no you did know, Chris. You played it like you didn't, but you did. All right, well, that's just purely annoying, and there seems to be there going, oh, yeah, but you're meta soft, bro, the whole time. <sighs> Great. Where do we put Will? If... Sorry, Naz, even, against the Will, Naz, Chris, Tony. Will, will Chris, Tony. Uh, you can't you can't underestimate Naz, but I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people saying Naz is going to go out round one, so let's put Naz at the bottom. Naz is out at the top four, people. You heard it first. It's a team call-out. We've put him in fourth place. Oh, my God. Kinnear straight in with the with the absolute disrespect. Blocks he's, going to get some, he's going to get some awful draw round one and go straight out. That's, that's this is call. because he's been giving... A, do you know what, right? We've, lined, we've done these lists in the order we have him in our Discord, and it is rolling into the perfect narrative because Naz has been giving so much rubbish to our good friend and member of Team Big Night, Vic VJ running Chaos Space Marines because Vic played against uh, at the last UKTC major and had a draw first round it was a draw or a loss to Advec actually uh, Vic drew to Advec because he didn't, didn't know what they did and was too nice about knowing what they did and then realised he was playing one of the best Admet players if not the best Admet player in the UK I think on stats wise and was like oh this is not going well so yeah. um, Vic is running a not the accursed build. He's gone for what he thinks is probably the the most tweaked version he could do for the meta of the the MSU search space marine list. So it's triple curse lord, talisman of burning blood makes that lord's and his squad a bit more effective into vehicles. So if you play anything in particular like land raiders or, or big knights or things like that, like you know, some people are enjoying um, Canis Rex as an extra like list buff for imperial stuff. I've heard that on the grapevine, seen that in some lists in America. So that's an interesting one. Cultists, sitting your back objective, don't die. Legionnaires. So the Slanesh, so they can action, they can bop out a rhino and do things, because he's got three rhinos, and then he's gone for the five, five, ten chosen, so one big old squad, two small squads, and then he's got Forge Marine, Forge Marine, a Blitz, a Blitz, uh, Wart Talent, and then an allied unit of Plague Marines, and they get to do some fun stuff in the Chaos Detachment, because they basically become a member of the army, they get all their detachment buffs, they can have strats played on them from Chaos CSM, so you can do things like the Nurgle strat from CSM that isn't in the Plague Marine Death Guard book, onto that unit and then he's got the blue scribes as a loan up I think this is a very clever list because that's how Vic approaches 40k he likes to have tools for every sort of opponent every sort of game he doesn't want to build into a particular list that like like say like the curse build that doesn't want to play loads of anti-horde stuff he doesn't like to yeah. play a list that has that kind of build so I mean you could say at its weakest point it offers more bring it down points than other chaos lists it's got triple chaos rhino and double forge fiend 
it's got no yeah, monsters. Yeah, but you, 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 you never take him bring it down against it. You're just really struggling to get out of those uh, rhinos. Especially on UKTC terrain because it just fits so perfectly in. That's why the Rhino is the most... It's got an STC template hidden somewhere in every Forge World. It's the greatest tank in the universe. Fits in every yes. ruin on every battlefield. So good. So that um, is... Now... I'm not sure on the Blitz, though. I think a Blitz are mandatory in any Chaos list because I think you have to use them. They're a bit like really durable Inceptors. You have to throw them forward. You have to be aggressive. You have to, to go melt a range. And you, have to, you have to take the gamble on them sometimes. And I think the choices of... Um, Mark reflects that, so he's got a Nurgle and a Chaos and Divided, so he can decide on the unit he needs out of reserve, depending on the mission, depending on what he needs to throw in. Does that make? Yeah, I'm personally not sold on a two-man undivided you think unit. Four, four with all the buffs just goes for it. Because uh, you do you really want to spend the CP on undivided shot on a two unit of? I know, but what's and, the averages? On all... a, I know you don't like averages, but what's the averages on a two-man killing like a, a Reaper tank or something like that? Like an average, like a small. T10, 12 wound tank. Um, there's a good chance, right? So it's four four shots. You'll get like four hits out of it after re-rolls and explodes if they're undivided. And then you'll wound most of them. Say, say three wounds, say you roll poor. He's got um, no save. Uh, he still has a save, still has a six up. All right, potentially. Potentially. Probably, like, probably cover, but maybe not. Um, I mean, if they're firing directly, which have, that's what the maps have done. I mean, it's close at the kill one. Well, there you um, go then. But that's the game you play. If they're, if they're, if they're in melter range, then yeah, they, they do just like. Well, I dropped them. I've seen this. this you, you sacrifice two to melter range to kill something on a key flank or when you want to push with a oh. chosen unit. So, like, for me, it's always like if somebody's got five or ten chosen, they open and then two obliterators drop next to them. You're not tagging those obliterators with anything. You're not charging them, you're not shooting them, you're just ignoring them, because you've got to kill that chosen unit. It's so lethal. Nothing in the game can take a chosen charge short of a massive executions with fights first. Or something similar. I think. Yeah, not the 10-man. Nothing can take the 10-man. Yeah. Well, this is it. 10-man's almost like an ablative shield. It's like a ang- mini Angron in the CSM list. Just jumps out. You have to kill it. You can't ignore it. Where do we put Vic, mate? So currently, um, Will is king of the world. We think that you have you beside him is right hand man. I'm Mr. Bronze, third place. Uh, I'm is... going to put Vic above me and you. What? Below Will. You've pushed me off the podium. Sorry for this it's, terrible it's CSM list. No, I think I think I think that Vic's a very good player. So don't hate it, but I'm going to put him. I'd put him below your one. I'd have put I think I've got it. Mm. That is one thing. When I've looked at Vic's list from from mine, um, it's it's he hasn't got a lot of units on the board, which is what I like. Oh, I don't know. He's, he's doing okay. He's got the warp tap. He's got warp tons of blitz, blitz, four fiend, four fiend, three chosen. He's got the two units to go in the middle. Like, then, got the scribes. They're not on the board. So what's what's on the board is. Three rhinos, one forge fiend, some cultists at the back, and the blue scribes. Yeah, that's what starts on the board. Yeah, but and, do you need lots and, of table space? Um, it, but it's not about that. It's the fact that he. Uh, you know, Vic and Naz are playing first round, right? That's going to happen now. <laughs> we, we, we've called it. We're calling it here. Yeah, I, I just then. I've equipped like um, not big um, bricks to sit on objectives, I suppose, because yeah. then then I can play the tricks. Fair. 
what I'm trying to say. Let's move on. So right. that we've put Vic in. We've put him in third. He's bumped me into fourth. You son of a... It's that man, Manny Chima, one of the uh, England players we have selected for this year after becoming the world champion of Warhammer. And Manny recently came out with... He's, he's take, To be fair, he's won everything there is to win in 40k at the moment. So he's enjoying kicking back and uh, having a few beers and chilling out at the big, big, uh, big UK events for the next couple of months. Although when he comes to the ITT International Teams Tournament for UKCC, he better be bringing a strong list because he's on my team. Sort it out, Manny. He's running world ears. Angron's Angels. Oh, it's got Angron. Oh, in you it. mean is this is this Manny who said he was going to bring really soft melee armies this year? They are really soft. He's oh, got a world eater with the Master of Executions with with the Berserker Glaive. He's got Khan. Oh right, yeah. He's got Angron. Uh, he's got Jackals, Jackals. He's only got two up to ten. Um, then Berserkers. He's got a ten man Berserkers. A ten man Berserkers. Two rhinos, and then he's got uh, triple eight bound and double exalted eight bound. And I actually think it's quite a cool list. Um, he has taken. I I like it. I, I know what he's done here. So go on, you talk us through it then, because you're more world eaters expert than I am. So what Manny's done is get rid of the uh, the juggerlord that carries the enhancement that brings Angron back effectively, that allows you to re-roll your blood dice. Mm. Um, and also the uh, Lord of Mercatus, right? Yeah. So he's got rid of those two because he's not playing the gimmicks. He's not planning that, you know, if he if he loses Angron, he doesn't expect him to come back. Um, he's just going for pure efficiency by taking those extra units. So he has like five units of eight bound as opposed to everyone else takes like three units. And I think so that's he, quite scary because potentially some lists... They'll try to trade. They'll try to kill. There's still tough units to get through. They have the enhanced fear no pain, and then you run in through and going, oh yeah. Here's... Even just though they put the exalted out and then the eight bound charge behind, or vice versa, it's still much more mission play, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because the, the Juggalord and the Lord Invocators don't really do a lot in most of the games. They just like the Juggernaut Lord just sits at the back, does nothing. The Invocators goes in, doesn't kill something, and then dies. Um, so he's just cleared up um, some chaff effectively. Or eight bound, which will kill better. A sleek list is never a bad thing. But, yeah. but let's go from sleek to absolute nonsense. It's everybody's favourite forty k player, Alex Harrison. Whoa! <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Not... Where's Manny? Oh, where's Manny? Where's he in the list? Oh, I'm not, not putting Manny. In, I'm put, not putting Manny in the list. He's going to the bottom. The no, is he above Naz or is he above, at the bottom? Uh... <laughs> He's above Naz. Naz is going at the bottom. Sorry, Manny's fluffy list is coming above Naz's artillery list. There you go. We came here with it. We're all going to lose the Naz now, and he's going to get a little crown and be super cocky about it. He's going to love this. I apologise, Manny. I missed you this. off the tier list. How rude. Okay. Alex Harrison is our next member of Team England attending. He has gone for Space Marines, and he's gone for Black Templars Vehicle Meta. Now, first time I saw this as a content, I thought it was going to be something spamming out the 6 plus feel no pain, but I actually think get where Iron Storm gives you so many buffs full back and shoot is massive for vehicle armies and he's gone Tetmarine with full back and shoot shocker um, then he's got battle line Crusader Squad Crusader Squad Crusader Squad Crusader Squad if you haven't seen a Crusader Squad they are 5 2 wound space marines that get all of the upgrades you could want for 65 points they get a special weapon melter gun they get a heavy weapon multi melter and they get to have a thunder hammer and an inferno pistol on the squad leader and you're like how have you managed all of that for 65 points? No comment. So, the, 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 uh, 
that's getting hit in a data slate. There's just no way that that carries on when you're looking at like 75 points for three eliminators, um, 160 points for a tactical squad. Like at 130, you don't actually get more efficiency. You're better to take them in fives and just have all the weapons options. Five extra dudes with a chainsaw is not doing anybody anything. And guess what OC they are, Chris? Are they two? They're OC two, mate, because they're battle line. So, Us. and they get, as their inherent buff, reroll advance and charge rolls. They are the perfect unit to go into one of the dedicated transports that Alex has got down here. So he's got two impulses um, because the Black Templars, they get a multi-melter extra because, you know, uh, Angry Space Knights need more melter. Two Rhinos and the Crusaders will sit in those and basically just charge out. Go. They might fire the melter guns and multi-melters, in which case the reroll hit wound damage is really clutch because I've played it without, I've played it in the Firestorm. Not efficient unless you roll into your uh, oath target. Or they'll just run around going, cool, get out three, move six with a re-rollable advance. And the CPs that that saves you in terms, again, of efficiency is so good. They're Do they have really an assault great. weapon? They have melted gun. Oh, cool. Perfect. Yeah, so good actions. Nice. And they can fire the melted gun when they... <laughs> can, they uh, can they advance and charge? They don't have access to no, that, do they? No, they don't, they unless you take a particular character or buff for that. Yeah. But that's, in this list, which then leads on to three gladiator reapers... A gladiator valiant, triple eliminator, uh, double eliminator, um, hellblasters, destructors, destructor, destructor, scout squad. Alex has gone for a really nice blended list. He had originally in this um, more of the combat characters and some more. Um, he swapped, didn't have the crusaders basically. Swapped it for a couple of units of assault intercessors that give like reroll wounds, and he had uh, like empress champion Grimaldus in there. Um, so hellbrecht even that hit really hard. But I don't think you need to hit hard. I think you just need to touch objectives with units you can afford to lose that are annoying for people to get through if you can pop an AOC or you can have something nearby that's a counter. I think it's quite an interesting list. The firepower on the Reapers is great on the UKTC boards, which have some great fire lanes. Eliminators are... I I love Eliminators in a Marine Transport that's open-topped, aka Impulsor, because you get... The the trick in them is they get to shoot and then move and get back in the tank and the tank gets to shoot their guns. So you effectively get twice as many last cannons in the list as long as the tank's alive and they can yeah, also really well they can also move the tank get out shoot and then move and claim an objective they're another great utility piece they're, they're one of my favorite parts of this list i pro- for me i'd take three um i, I think that i'd lose the squad of crusaders and find 10 points i think they're better value. but you can still you can still move the tank shoot and then get back in the tank right oh yeah but um impulses have the rule that you can make it an advance move and get out because that's their special rule so you can go extra far, put the tank on the yeah, objective, dump them fast. Yeah. really fast. And, you know, some missions where you're required to get into table corners or you're required to take something off somebody and they don't expect it, really, really clever list. So it's also a bit of a stat check. Where do we put Alex in the grandstanding list we've got so far? So at the top, we've got Will. In second Ooh. place, we've got... Uh, who we put next to Will? I hope you're writing these you put, down. You put... you put Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, currently, I'm third. No. I'm second. Well done. Third. Excellent. Uh, and then yourself, Manny Naz. He's going below me. <laughs> okay. Well, let's put him. Because um, so I, I actually I, think I, I think he's got great shooting, but he's in risk of a big multi-tag. And if somebody kills that tech marine, he is screwed. I think that he beats Will, but loses to Vic. Yeah, I see that. I think things that can um, trade... He's relying on the, t- the the t- toughness of the vehicles helping him out. 
And I get it. If he's sitting at maximum range and just throwing out a little Crusader squad to hold the middle objective every turn, and he can do that for four four goes, that's the idea, isn't it? But a Nurgle Accursed unit sits in the middle. What, you're going to have Reapers ready to throw in? They'll have one round of shooting it with one tank. You'll kill the models off the objective, and then the Reapers will swarm in. Yeah. And there's things you can do with charges, with advance and charge. I just think no whirlwinds, no speed on the units. That build. I, I worry that it hasn't got the speed to hurt those lists. I mean, I've played similar. I've played similar CSM lists with just loads of tanks. So but it, but it, your Death Guard list you ran had three yeah. um, haulers throwing in the big mortars from range. You had last cannons on those as well to threaten anything that popped out transport wise. You could also be aggressive and throw them up the flanks because you had Death Guard in Rhinos playing the the chosen game, pushing up the middle. Yeah. And he doesn't have those combat pushback units that he had in his previous list. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see how it does. It it doesn't want to play Chaos Knights. No, no. Uh, Marine Mech does not want to play Chaos Knights. I mean that is a proper first turn game, but they can move out from behind a wall further than you can, or through a wall. And again, yeah, can... brigands hurt. Brigands really hurt. Brigands are, are... six yeah. brigands should kill six tanks. Yeah, they're just tearing through them. Like that's the when I was testing the Space Marine Flyer build, we we masked that out a few times. I was like, no, that that's that's a bad match. And I know um, Danny Everson in the 40k meta has been talked to me about his uh, double storm raven list, and that he's played Courtney, who we'll come to a bit later with his knights list. That doesn't work out. Should we skip actually? Should we skip to Courtney? Seeing as I mentioned him. Okay. Well, so Alex, I'm going to put Alex. I, Alex, do you agree with me? Do you think he's below me? Um, no, but not because of the list, Rude. because Alex is the jammiest git on the planet. No, I'm always sorry. gets I'm, runs. I'm, I'm not having that. He's below me. All right, down he's going below. Yeah. The ah. real question is: Is he above Manny? Because uh, you know who always plays Alex every GT. It's always Manny, and you know who is always jamming that match up. It's Manny. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, to be fair, I actually think he's not got a bad list to play Manny this time because because he's got the ability to kill Angron. Uh, I, I put him, I put him above Manny. I would. Right, going. And I know that Naz doesn't him. want to play all those holes. Oh yeah, no, he can't kill them. Okay, okay right. Team England power Next. list coming together. Right, we're going to skip to Courtney because I mentioned him, and he is running. Courtney Rose from the Forgotten Legion is running. Everybody's favourite, Chaos Knights, Traitorous Lance. He's got a Wardog Stalker as the Warlord. And it also has the Battleline keyword, in case you are questioning it, you douchebag. And then we've got the Brigand, the Brigand, the Brigand, the Brigand, the Brigand, the Brigand. Oh my god, how many Brigands has he got? One, two, three, four, five, six Brigands. And then what one, a surprise. One, two, three, four, five Carnivores. Nurglings, Blue Scribes, Changeling. It's the standard Knights and Lowlops. Yeah, I'll have a good event of it. It's it's just one of those. Um, it needs a, a run, very... doesn't it? It, it, it? Thing is, it needs a good run. Yeah. Josh Roberts ran uh, one of the former teaming captains ran this at the London GT and should have beaten Manny Chima's accursed list with it. It's a bad stat check for that list because it's got the anti horde. It's got Lidwell's Manny. I think genuinely Manny had had a shooting phase where he was shot by or. Attacked or something, I can't remember. Shoot, I think shooting, and he passed 32 six plus three on no paintings or set in one save, so five plus. Like it was crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's a, 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 a unit of guys that should have easily died and opened up the charge on a chosen unit didn't die, so then yeah. the knights had to charge them 
they still didn't kill the unit and Manny countercharged won him the game and you're like that that's the only problem with Knights isn't it they have one game plan you pretty much know what it's going to be yeah. and I, I really I really fear for them in this matter new uh, there's so many Necrons at this event and I don't think they can kill Wraiths or Catan it's going to be a yeah, really bad time the Melter's not great it's strength 9 right it's no the Melter's strength 12 it's strength 12 okay but it's against Catan. It's like it's multi melters uh, strength nine. Yeah, it's four plus invuln, half damage, five up field, no pain. Yeah. Every time um, you add I, an extra layer of survivability, it's just that bit more annoying, yeah. isn't it? Because you're only and, flat D six with melter, flat D six melter four. So you got to get within twelve. And if you get within twelve, the Catan will kill you the next turn. So everyone's everyone's taking Nightbringer pretty maybe, much. Maybe it's it. a swingy one. Maybe it is a one that you have to throw your melters in close range and go. I have to have a good turn here. And hope that I kill one to two Catan. That's a big ask, though. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if you try and go for one Catan, you just get swamped by Wraiths and other Catan, and you just you just get tagged up for the rest of the game then. Yeah, I 100% see that. Where are we putting Courtney in the Team England list of chumps? Um, just because I don't think he's got a game into Necrons, and it's already relying on... Not getting bad matchups, I'm gonna to have to put the bomb. Sorry, Courtney. Even the scene beats you. Even the scene. It is hard because you could go. Some of these matchups beat each other in other things. Like the Eldar would like to play this, for example. Yeah, it's very, very rock paper scissors. Completely. That's 40k sometimes, isn't it? Singles 40k is definitely that. Right, who's next on our list of teaming the chumps? Go, 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 go. Um, Mr. Ed Watts. Ed Watts of Team Blast Hammer is running the Black Templars. And within Black Templars, we have uh, Space Marines, Righteous Crusaders. And so, this is not any of the Springfield Codex ones. This is the Index Attachment. He's got a Castellan with Tanaz's Bones. Um, he's got Chaplain Grimaldus to provide some Fiano Pain to friends. Hellbrecht being the choppy up dude that he is. Judicia being a fights first monster. And then it's the Horde. It's one of those Crusader squads I mentioned. It's two of those Crusader squads I mentioned. Oh look, a whole squad of them isn't even 130. It's 125. Of course it is. He's got three of those ten mans that have grab guns and las cannons. Interesting. So just a bit more long range or flexible firepower. And then he's got 20 marines, 20 marines, 20 marines in big old combat blobs. So it's the double scout Calidus, Eversaw, 60 Marines, 70, 80, 90, 100 Marines running at you. You shoot them, they get closer. You shoot them, they AOC. You shoot them, they charge you. It is, for some lists, it's a stat check in a very different way. Yeah, it's horrific. I don't I don't like it massively on UKTC terrain. I think this is far better on WTC. You can't draw a bead on it, you are absolutely screwed. Yeah, I think... Because it doesn't have mass advance and charge, Black Templars. Um, just moving six and charging is is a big limitation on UKTC because sometimes you have to cover quite big distances. Um, so I think you might struggle a bit there. Uh, again, it's just a it's just a pure stat check. Like if you hit the right matchups, perfect. You'll just there's not even a way you're putting it into the game. It's funny this. Um, it's like a, it doesn't want to play a triple night spinner build because it'll slow it right down. But equally, the triple night spinners are not putting that much damage into it. Like you don't want to charge one of these squads with a incarn, and like the damage of a wraith god bomb is not no longer shooting through a twenty man where it would have in the past. 
Do you know what I mean? It's it's an interesting tactical choice, and I haven't got three knights with us. I've got one. I don't know how you're doing to this, Tony. Uh, you got enough guns? You got enough guns? Yeah. Yeah. You got the guns. He's so, got the guns, Ed. Watch out. Well, a squad of ten plus a relief, eleven shadow specters, puts out seventy-five shots into them. We roll into hit on twos with lethal hits. And I don't care if you AOC the render wing just takes three plus saves, I still kill on a chunk of the unit. But that's you're killing what like I don't know. Somewhere between five and eight marines. Out twenty. That's just with one squad that then moves back behind the ruin and shot you from eighteen away and you move six. Okay. It's a game it's it's gonna it's gonna be a game of, I think. He's gonna move on to the objectives and I'm gonna have to hold my home one, pick one of my flank ones, hold it, and then we're gonna play a game of fight around the middle. And the trade's going to be do t- do ten warp spiders. Ten warp spiders find eleven flamers, pop off and do death wounds. Do my wraith guard roll enough wounds that comes through. And, do you know what I mean? It's that. It really is. Yeah, a, yeah. You might need to trade, and it'll be very close. Second trees. I mean, he's going to go fixed, so he's going to probably go in. Um, probably cleanse. Maybe cleanse and deploy. Clen- cleanse and homer seems yeah fairly yeah. solid. So go, a lot of units. So he'll go cleanse. He'll go deploy, and you go right. Well. I, have, I can stop the deploy. Can I stop the cleanse? Can I block him in? Can I do I throw warp spiders in to stop him getting on the objective? Like there's there's loads of ways to go. I can stop you doing this for a couple of turns. Yeah. If you haven't got the tools, and that's what you have to do. You have to just stop them having the tools for a couple of turns. I'd probably go fixed here as well. I probably go like behind enemy lines. Deployment, doesn't it? But like, how is he stopping me putting two into warp spiders in his deployment zone or deep striking in? He hasn't got the tools. Unless he wants to spend. 30, 40 of his... And that, that, he can stop me doing that, but then a whole chunk of his army is not on the primary. There's not that many actual units. I'm really struggling to visualise it. Because <laughs> there's so many Marines. It's like, how much of the board are they actually covering? Because I've not seen the list, like, like on either TTS well, those, or t- The 20 mans don't hold up the space that you think they do, because they've got to have the coherency. And yeah, you could do a big old string in the line, but then you can tag one end of the line. They haven't got the fallback and charge everywhere. And it is it is trickier to do than you think and you almost want to move them in blocks and then again a 10 man can evaporate you go for the little you go for the edges in any slow list don't you? and yeah mm-hmm. the rate like in this list the wraith guard don't have to be alive for me to win a game like i don't need to there's no big super target that they've got to kill or i lose the game in this like that, that it rampages through my army i have brought an army that has loads of other things that kill things so like a fugan in his backfield or a solitaire charging little squads they're going to do the damage I need to do. Um, we'll see. I, I don't. I it's don't interesting, though. I'd like to see. It. I, I'm, not, I'm in really interested to see how it does here. How do you think you do into it? Um, pretty bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty bad. So uh, I, I don't think I've got enough guns to clear it. So where do we put Ed in the meta? Um. So I need to make a change on the last one. Courtney is definitely not below Naz. So let's just fix that. So bye Naz. Just Ed and then, beat Courtney. And, and Ed is going to go above Courtney. Does Ed beat Alex? Does Ed beat Alex? No, definitely not. Does Ed beat Angron? 
no. There's so no. below Manny. Too, too much damage. Uh, yeah, he's there. He's between Manny and Courtney. This is where it is, isn't it? It, it? You start to go, would it play those things? Would it have? And while you've got a trick to your list that you want to play into some of the other top lists, you don't want to play the Accursed. I don't know if you want to play my Eldar, but I think that the Catan hard for me to get out of your lists if we were to face off. So that's why I put myself below yours. I think you've got more annoying stand on objective just won't die units. Yeah, I feel I feel good with Eldar. Fair. For the same reason the Grey Knights False do. Security. Uh... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you... Go on. Well, let's Who's speak next? of the, the well, it's the uh team and captain of the last ten years. Josh Roberts. He's, he's running because he's talking about running some Necrons. So I can't let, believe he's done this. So he's doing it. So Cesaras, Overlord, Plasmanta, Plasmanta, Technomanta, Tentomanta, Technomanta. Mortals and Mortals. Two lots of ten. Then Canoptets, Canoptets, Canoptet, 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 Canoptet. He's got 18 wraiths. Swarm, Doomstalker, Doomstalker, and then two lots of Akanthrites, which I guess is just an additional wraith. They're the Forge World wraith unit, aren't they? They're, um, they're they're infiltrating ones. These are really nice in this attachment, especially. Well, they're the only really nice in this attachment. I like even outside of the attachment. There's a the argument that you can take them. So what do, nice, do? Nice what do they do? What do they do? Because they're the only thing I haven't seen actually in action. So yeah, so they're they're a twelve inch moving beast that infiltrates. Um, so it's already really nice. So starting 9 inches away from your deploy, um, deployment zone and they can move 12. So if you like get behind them lines turn 1, great. It's the only unit in the codex that could actually score it um, other than Tomb Blades. Yeah. Um, which I think is a mistake that a lot of people aren't taking Tomb Blades. I, I, I have no idea why you wouldn't take Tomb Blades with Necrons. They're so broken. Um, but anyway, a can fright. Uh, what they also have is they have a melter gun each. So... Okay, hitting on fours because they're Canoptech. Um, but obviously they have the uh, the zone, the Necron zone, whatever it's called. <laughs> They'll have four V-rolls to hit. We're going to call it the Robo Zone because I don't remember the name either. Ro- if, Robo Zone. If the Robo yeah. Zone is controlling we'll more than half the table, you get V-roll to hit. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so you've got... any Catan, Chris. He has no Catan. He's just gone for just pure chunk, pure bodies. Bodies and things that play the mission. He's going to sit on those objectives uh, and he's going to go, yeah. He has got some tools. He has got some little units that jump around on a fast. It isn't just that. He's got... Is it Cesaras' uh, buffs for the whole lot? No. So Zeras only buffs battle line. Okay. Um, so it makes so his, his, his buff, immortals are better. Yeah. The, the immortals are actually very hard to kill when they're next to Zeras. But I... Because re- I was playing a lot with these beforehand, um, before the Codex came out. Um, but the fact his but is all went down to three inches is just... Ugh, it's so I restrictive. It's yeah, so restrictive. You've got to play Necron Robo Deathball in the Robo Zone. I understand. I'm yeah. saying the word Robo. I don't understand <laughs> these three enhancements because I do not know all of the names of the. Okay, the enha- Let's go. What, what Auto Divinator. Hit me. Auto. Auto. Oh, God. The Auto Divinator. He doesn't know other people. I don't know. Just Dimensional so you know. Sanctum. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I remember. I remember. Dimensional Sanctum is the. Uh, deploy, I think. Infiltrate. So, so he can start. So he can infiltrate a unit of wraiths. Wraiths. Yes, so, so exactly. His army is not just chunk. It's three units infiltrating. If you haven't got counter infiltrate, he's right up in your face already. Yeah. And if you have to deploy back because you can't handle that charge, he's got table control turn one. It's very strong. 
That that sounds like a good mission playlist from Josh. Okay, next one. Auto Divinator. Auto Divinator, so I remember what that is. That's that's a cheeky little upgrade, um, where on a two plus when your opponent gains a CP um find ability, so like loads of Leontis gain you plus one. Oh, you um, get one as well. On a two plus you'll gain a CP. So rather than that's having to take so a hundred a one hundred yeah. point unit like as a who is he called? Stormlord. Yeah, Stormlord does it, doesn't he? But he can't do anything, he hasn't got the Overlord keyword. Classic Games Workshop he just, writing. He just has he's a hundred points to gain your CP. And you're like, uh yeah, Immotech, that's the one. And I, I, I had considered the um Kotiaz does that for Imperium and he's a nice little buff to go in battle line if you wanted to go and again on a two plus you get CP if you aren't running it. So if you ever run like um a Marine Vanguard and you haven't got one of the CP generating characters that is an alternative way to go. You take Cody out, you just stick him in a unit of scouts or some, or not scouts, it would be like, I don't know, Inceptors, whatever you want, at the back of the board. Intercessors, that's what I meant. Because Intercessors give sticky objectives, which is not necessarily a bad thing in Marines at the moment. Um, but yeah, really this good. is better as a cheeky upgrade. Ugh, Necrons. But go on then. Um, Metal Dermal Tesla Weave. That so that's great? an annoying, it's a little upgrade that when you're charged... Um, you pick a unit with an engagement range, I think it is. Yeah. And then on two, I don't think it's on a two plus. You do D three mortal wounds. It's just, it's just uh, annoying. Isn't yeah. It's it? on, a, on a two plus, you do D three, and on a six, you do flat three. That's the kind of thing that stops like uh, a solitaire coming in and taking out a technomancer and things like that. Annoying little things it's, that will go off and just tag and do damage. It's only ten points, so I imagine he just had ten points left, and he yeah. goes, "I'll oh, just chuck that in." Because you wouldn't normally take it, but it's just it's fine. You I just put I, it in. I've got that. Re- re-roll a fate dice if the farce is a live upgrade. It's not because it's great. Yeah. It's just because I had twenty points left and nothing in Eldar is twenty points of upgrade. That's a clever list, dude. I think there's some cool things in there. Where are we putting Josh? Um, Josh is going to do going to do well. This is just a really this is this is what you'll see a lot of people running similar lists to this. The Knopter Cut. Um, it's obviously powerful. Um, I don't like that he doesn't have Chronomancer. He's got double Plasmancer, which means when his immortals go out, they die because they can't run away. So. Might struggle with losing them, but where's he gonna fit in our list? I think. Does he beat Will's Josh... Ghost? Uh, no. Does he beat you? Potentially. We put him second. I don't think so because I. Vic's above I don't you, know. right? It's. It's hard. It's Will at the top, then it's Vic, right? You're going to have to call this one, Tony. I'm not sure. I think it goes Will, Vic. You have to tell me you're the Necron Overlord, whether you think that this beats your list. Straight up five objective mission. Because I think you've got the, the big old Katans to sunk on those objectives and go come at me. Yeah, I don't I don't think it beats my list. I don't think it's below you then. I prefer playing this than I do the Katans. Because I'm so fast, I can get, I can sit back and deploy back. I don't care. Yeah, you can, you can kill these. You can kill. Oh them no! All. You tagged my wraith card brick with your wraiths. Oh no! I mean, that's that's best case scenario for you. Yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm. He's below me. Sorry, Josh. Jog on. <laughs> We've been brutal here, buddy. We're not, we're not doing any, any soft stuff. 
Squeak. I've got to oil this squeaky chair, man. Very annoying. I think I think he beats Alex though. Uh, I think he beats Alex as well. I think he's got the bodies that Alex will struggle to get through all those in-runs. He's going to have units that tag first turn. He's got the ability, if Alex isn't careful, to go up and tag that. If that second marine dies, this army is screwed. That Black Templar's army. It's crazy how reliant he is on that four-wound second marine. Sure, he's really happy that you're telling everyone this. Come on, people know that. <laughs> I mean, look, tanks can shoot out of combat nowadays. It's not the end of the world. They can shoot and he can be minus one to hit and boo bloody who. However, if you want to fall back and be effective, like against horde lists or a curse list, that's, that's, the, that's the trick. I'm sure everybody knows that. In the same way that if you want to kill the Wraithguard bomb and you kill the Warlock out of it, they're minus one. Like, do you know what I mean? It's stuff that I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting anybody to go, oh my God, Iron Storm really value the Tech Marines? Wow. What a play, Tony. This shot. He's fine. Uh, all right, I think it, currently we go Will, Vic, you. Am I still fourth? Uh, you are, yeah. Hanging in there. Cheeky sod. I'm going to put him sixth because... No, I'm fourth. Fifth? Who's fifth? Alex is currently fifth. No, he's, he's beating Alex. He's, he's below me, but he's above Alex. Eight. Yeah, let's get him right. in the top five. All it's in. a solid top five. We've done Courtney already. That brings us to the other half of the Ginger Duo. That is Nathan Roberts, also uh, not Nathan Rogers running Eldari. I'm just going to check this guy Nathan Rogers' <laughs> list because I just click on it. What's he got? He's got uh, he's got the Incarn sellout. Outrageous! Wraithguard two night spinners. He's only got ten war spiders. Jump right. So anyway, Nathan Roberts uh, of Stat Check rival podcast slash YouTube's. Um, so there, Nathan is a long time Tyranid lover. He's played Tyranids virtually all the time I've known him in 40k and he is running um, the Synaptic Nexus because he loves his brain bugs he's running Death Leaper High Tyrant with Synaptic Control Neurotyrant with Psychostatic Disruption uh, some Abivor X-Screen X-Screen High Specs Neurolictor Neurolictor Norn Assimilators times 2 Emissary times 1 Pyrovore I thought that the Assimilator wasn't very good so you tell me why is it good in a Synaptic Nexus I really was hoping you weren't going to ask me about this because I have not a clue what an assimilator does. <laughs> okay, then. Looks like we're going to go to the go app. To the, let's go to the app, which we don't <laughs> have access to. So, no, that's be interesting. No, that's fine. I think that when the book first came out, both the Norns were considered to be kind of a luxury piece. That they're, like, they're, just... they're another big monster that's very hard to protect. And they can be kind of annoying. However, in this detachment, it's another T11, 16 wound, 2 plus save monster. This one's good. It's got 2 strength, 12, minus 3, D6, 1 damage shots that are harpoons. So you can add plus 2 to charge rolls. And then you pick a unit, um, you get reroll hits against it, and you set an objective, and you get Fiona Pain on the objective, and the objective control of 15. So you walk onto an objective as an assimilator, and you basically just go, this is my objective. Yeah, I'm very hard to kill. Yeah. I can have a selection of buffs, debuffs, minus one damage is one of the de- detachment like kind of buff things. So you go, these are all the things that I can do to make it difficult to kill me. Go, and that makes it very difficult. So it's you can do mortal wounds with a sign. You can make something synapse. You can do mortal wounds on um, I think it's on threes actually. It's like grenades, but on threes. Um. Yeah. 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 You can do really reward hits and wound rolls of one. Or you can or you can do um, basically armor contempt. 
on, on anything that is um, synapse unit. So you can make all the things in your army synapse, then you can make them all eligible to shoot and charge, eligible to have minus one AP, make them super tough. So these two walk onto the objectives and hold, and everything else around it is there to shoot, smite, generally debuff you. Plus the... I haven't played Tyranitus Edition, and I'm expecting him to fail every single OC check, morale check, it's, when I get that's it. Real, that's so annoying, and you get caught out all the time. You it's know, like when it first came you, out, you everybody can... said that was terrible, Chris. No, it's so good. Yeah, it it's is. So, it? I, that's why everyone who's played Nids takes three Neuroleptors, because they sit there, they cover an objective, and go, okay, uh, that you, take, you think you hold that objective? Okay, take three Battleshock tests. Brain freeze. Like... <laughs> well, it's the it's the double side of it. It's it's not just a battle shock. It's thing because it, you do it in your command phase. Yes. It's the the like if he if he does it on the right time, I ain't phantasmin. Yeah, exactly because he does it in his command phase. Yeah, it's it's crazy good as an army buff. I think it's one of those subtle ones. At first glance, you might think that isn't that great, but when you think about the impact for. Armor of Contempt, Phantasm, um, the Vanguard one for moving backwards when you get charged. Do you know what I mean? Like the general movement shenanigans when you get within nine. Yeah. If you shut all of that down, buffs for feel no pain. Like there's so many things that just okay. goes. Here's a two d six roll, roll bad. Yeah, I played a few games against this now, and that is what you learn after your first game. You go, all right. Anytime you see a neurolit there, you just measure twelve inches from it. And go, all right, either stay outside of that 12 inches or kill it. Yeah. You have two options. How many wounds have they got? Uh, they're not, I think the seven wounds with a five up involved. Yeah, but, uh, that's annoying as well, though, isn't it? That's, yeah. it's that... And they're lone ops as well, right? So you have to get within 12 to do anything to them anyway. They are, um, I'm just looking at the things now. Are they lone ops? Yeah, neural lictors, yeah. They're really, they're, all the lictors are. Tyranids are very good. I'm looking at Neuro Tyrants, that's why I'm being special child. And I'm like, they're definitely not Neuro Lictors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. They are. I mean, they're only T5, but they are 7 wounds with a 4 plus invun. That's frustrating. Yeah, and minus 1 to hit as well. Yeah, low ops, ops, stealth, infiltrate. I mean, it's just annoying. They've just got a great table play, and you've got to get close to get. So this is it. You want to kill them, you've got to get within 12. You are getting flamed, my son. Have ten. What spiders? Yeah, you three turns to kill three of them. <laughs> but once you do kill those, it's it really nullifies the nids a lot. Um, so, well, here's how to beat all our lists. With Terry and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that leaves us with one more player. But before we get to him, where does Nathan go in the ranking of Doom? Where are we put him? Do I think Nathan do will do well. List. Nathan did Nathan did really well last time. I think we were on a similar list. Who did he um, lose he got really to? Really unlucky. He, he lost to Eldar. I think it was ninety-eight, ninety-seven. It was. That's enough points for me. He's not making it to the top five. <laughs> Down he goes. I'm. I'm going to put. I think I'm going to put Nathan. Does he beat between... his own brother's list? Um. No. <laughs> just, just, just can't, they cannot kill that. Like no matter what, they just don't have the output. Okay. Nids don't have the output to kill Josh's list. Okay. Drops down. Is he beating Alex's list? Uh, again, they can't kill vehicles, so no. Goodbye, not, sweet Nathan. That. Is he beating Manny's list? Um, he could be Manny. He can kill infantry very well. 
and he can kill Angron. If he can, he can kill one big thing, but multiple. That's where he's struggling. In he goes ah, above Manny. I'm going to put. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to put him above Manny. I think Nathan's going to have a good run. And that leaves us with the final member of the team in application group, Tom Loman of Six Plus Plus. Thank you for having me on the week. Very much enjoyed that, boys. So he is running the Magical Strike Force of. God, that army roster was like the old edition. Um, Thousand Sons. So he has got uh, the epic heroes of Armin on a disc, as always. Magnus the Red. He's everywhere. Two exalted, so exalted Sorcerer with the Unbelievable Crystal. Um, exalted Sorcerer on disc with a Warp Plane Pistol. Thousand Sons Sorcerer with Lord of Forbidden Law. Thousand Sons Sorcerer. Thousand Sorcerer in Terminator Armor. Sangle Shaman. And then, uh, let's see, three times five rubrics, rocking the old warp flamer, soul reaper combos, ten zangle, um, five scarabs, ten cultists, three enlightened, a rhino. You just don't get as much in your thousand suns as you used to, do you? No. Like these these lists now are so neutered compared to what Victor And they they also give up, assassinate like nobody's business. They do, but it's it can be tricky to kill them sometimes. Cause... I, get, I get that every single one of those characters is in one of these units or is a loan op. It's only 18-inch loan op on the uh, Sorcerers. But I mean, it depends still... on the list, doesn't it? When you've got 10 5, 5 of War Spiders, you think everybody's easy to assassinate. Yeah. I mean, you're still probably... I mean, if you don't do tactical well, you're still probably taking assassinate because you'll get, you will kill some. You're killing at least three, really. Um, and if you're not, you probably lost the game anyway. So, oh yeah, I mean, you still got the combos. You still got the uh, Doom Bolt of Doom coming out, sniping people, and things taking. They do. They, they. I mean, you still you can never underestimate them because out of nowhere they will just just delete stuff. The damage is still there um, in the list, um, but what they lost is just the ability to then take all the extra points of chaff. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's still hits hard, but behind it is not loads of extra little units just doing the scoring. It's not three rhinos, it's one rhino. It's not three enlightened, it's one enlightened. Exactly, it's things like that. So that that's where the points got dropped from. Um, interesting little five man terminator unit. I've not seen that. I think that's a nice little buff unit that he can do some interesting things with. What's the? I'm trying to think what the ability is on there. Sorcery Terminator Armor. Um, he's got arcane vortex, which is nice. I quite like this. I think this is good. I mean, again, you can have games where you just can't kill um, Big Iron and then his unit just doesn't fall over. Yeah, I mean, his, having him just gives you, well, it gives you access to the uh, three. We will hit ones for one for units that target something in range. He's got... Arcane Vortex, is that a buff or is that an upgrade? Because they're enhancements? Must be, yeah. I'm just thinking. I don't know my Thousand Suns very well, people. Apologies. No, it's me scrolling through now. Do. Well, apologies. At that point, where do we go? If we don't know the enhancement, what do we chance? What do you think? I don't know. Um, I think Thousand Suns are struggling a bit. Add one to the strength and damage of characters of psychic weapons equipped by the bearer. So it makes that Terminator Lord a little bit better. It's not. It's like a ten point upgrade. Yeah, it's fine then. Nice little anti monster, anti vehicle weapon. Okay, fair. Where are you putting him? 
Um, I'm going to put Tom. Below Ed. So we had in Courtney. Ooh, do you think he beats Ed? Uh, it's a tricky one because he can only really. That is a tactical game. That is how much Ed gives it. But knowing how far the units can move and advance charge, it's uh, Thousand Sons can be deceptively quick. They can teleport things over. They can move things around. He can get Aramir on a flank. They can pick an angle. If you give him the angle on a big unit, he can delete it. And it's if he makes a hole in your lines and then put rolls a flank. Whereas if you ball up and don't give him the easy like chaff to pick at the sides, you screen behind you so you can't drop in or teleport over. It could be a hard game for him. So going first... If the that, if the um, Crusader squads all rush the objectives, it's hard to kill them all off. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to be down to mistakes that game. Interesting. So they can both they can both really delete each other because those um, Crusader squads they'll they'll mince anything. Right, sir, hit me with your tier list then. If we're putting him in the spot that you think he goes in, who is number hey. one? In fact, no, let's uh, go from the bottom up. Let's work from the bottom. Oh, hold on, I need to put top in. Right, he's in. You're in. Right. Okay, so at the bottom, Naz, sorry. <laughs> We're going out round one, so you can't get any higher, right? Boom, we'll see. Even if, he, even if he goes four and one, it's, 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 this is knockout. It's knockout not, one. Knockout 40k, winner of Team England. Let's go. Boom, uh, we'll see. Then, then we've got uh, Courtney. Two, boom. Next one. Uh, Tom. Tom, fair. Next one. Ed. Next one. Manny. Next one. Nathan. Next one. Uh, Alex. Oh, the vehicle spam, yes. Yeah, and Josh. Yeah, fair. And coming in fourth place is yourself. I'm possibly interchangeable with Josh uh, at this point, but I'm just going to keep myself there. I'm holding on. Yeah, you, know, you, put, you put yourself there. You've got, you've got to play now. You've got to perform. You've got to perform, baby. Let's go. And then uh, myself in third, um, and then Vic and Will, and the CSM boys at the top. I will say there's a caveat here. I mean, tongue in cheek, we've we've chucked all these people in and higher and lower. It is there's a lot of good lists in there with a lot of good players. I think lots of them have been GT winners and won GTs could do really well. You just need a run. A big part of winning any big like 350 person tournament is you just need to hit the right players at the right times. You could get the really tough matches and the person next to you gets the dream run of guys who have never played that army or are new to their first tournament but had the right combination of games to play you. It happens. It does. You do have runs like that. Um, and is, is it the extra games on the Sunday? Or is it just the flat five games? Uh, no, no, it's the extra games. So it'll be five games, and then uh, it's like, I think there's a, I think there's eleven undefeated. There'll be because of the size of the the event. What time is this games going to go to on Sunday? They, they go on late. Um, but yeah, there'll be five games and a cut to top four. So. God, I almost Maybe. don't want to make it to the top four. I think I'd rather come fifth and just go home. <laughs> just go. Yeah, mate. Oh, oh that's that. a heartbreaker. That's it, Tony. That's what you got to do. What, what's your um, actual score prediction for yourself? Are you thinking a big five and out? I, I think my list is very... Um, I have a lot of play into a lot of things, but there is some list that can really snatch at me. So I want the five and out. And like, I think... I'll be disappointed if I don't get it. I I can see that for your list. I think that's fair. I, I'm on the similar boat. 
I think Eldar are in a funny place at the meta at the moment. There is still an issue with popping Chaos Bridge Marines out of Rhinos, which has always been the issue for Eldar. That's been the big thing that's pushed ZSM to the top of the meta and Eldar down. But they're still good into everything else. I am yet to play into all the different flavors of Necron. So I don't think I can... I, I think I'll yeah, probably... I mean, your, your issue is reps, Tony. Your, your issue is reps. Oh, you yeah, with the Eldar, reps. because I've, I've, I've practiced Marines for like three, four months, and now I've gone... Ah, screw him, take him elder. Because <laughs> I own this army, and I haven't played it in the edition because it's so broken. I was like, I'm not playing this. Nobody enjoy it. Well, screw you people. I'm bringing it to a GT near you. Straight <laughs> up. Uh, I think I think I can go five and I'll be, I'll be really pleased with that. That's what you always aim for. I don't... There was a point in time when I'd test the WTC list and I'd try and go four and one. I'd be like, yeah, that's great. I'm fine with that. I do think now I prefer to go the five, as most people would, and see where I end up. Um, it's a list built to get five though I think yours is quite clever it's a list built to get five and I suppose we're both in the same point where the strats and the unit options we've got in our army we were talking about gotchas uh, in previous podcasts and I went on six plus plus and talked about like you know playing by intent there's some points where you're going to explain at the start of the game what your army does and I'm going to too and somebody might forget and you go okay I'm going to phantasm oh I forgot about that well tough I'm going to fire and fade I'm going to do this I'm going to overwatch like it Yours is the same with the movement and the tagging and the things you can teleport. You, I mean, yours is like a Necron Grey Knights, isn't it? Essentially. In fact, yeah, that's it. And that's why I played Grey Knights at the last event. Uh, yeah, and mine is trying to be tricky as possible. I haven't got the Incarn. I don't think you need him. But I've got lots of fast stuff. I think that's where 40k is at the moment. You've got to be able to, you've got to, be able to try and deny your opponent's scoring opportunities. I think that's something that we as WTC players are looking at for our lists. It, it, winning a game by one point like the who was it we said that, that won like 98 97 was Nathan lost to Eldar Nathan lost like yeah I mean in WTC if Nathan brought a Nids list then it lost by one point to Eldar for every single event for the whole the whole event he's the best Tyranid player I brought for ages because he's taken one of the top codexes and drawn it 10-10 in the WTC scoring because you need a differential of at least 5 points to start getting 11-9 10 points to 12 eight. it's like every 5 points in differential is how you get your round scores. So you now have to only beat them. You have to beat them and stop them scoring. And I think singles play, it's a lost skill. Like people will just go, well, I'm not worried about your scoring. I'm just going to worry about mine. And as an afterthought, I'll maybe try and throw something on your primary or you put this unit in the open so I'll kill it. It feels like a much more basic approach to 40k. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit a nail on the head there, really. Because my list, I wasn't, I didn't even... I contemplate that in my head. I wasn't thinking of like a teams list. I was purely thinking of a singles list for what I've taken here. But it is like you say, like there is a lot of primary denial in my list and maybe it's because of that, because I primarily play teams, it's like, okay, I'm I'm always thinking of pushing differentials. Um but that has been uh sort of that to my downfall in some singles events in the past where I've been trying to push differentials that didn't need to be. And then you end up losing because of it, because you're not trying to win by one. So, I'll have to watch out for that this well, weekend. Try not to let it fall to that trap. So, at that point, we are one hour, ten minutes in, and I'm going to call it there, because both of us need to go and paint our armies. <laughs> <laughs> 
terrible times. <laughs> um, but I want to just... Well, I, do you know what? I'm just going to throw the sponsors and stuff in now because it's just easy to do it rather than tagging it at the end. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this evening's podcast with myself uh, and Chris. This should be coming out to you um, you know, two or three days before the uh, event. You can find all the pairings, all the lists, all the draws as they get revealed ahead of the weekend. Uh, when are the, the draws usually done for you, TC, Chris? Um, they're normally about 2 o'clock tomorrow, when, uh, Wednesday. So we're on, on Tuesday, Tuesday at the moment, so it'll be on Wednesday. You'll be able to find out who gets paid into who. We'll get to see if there's any tasty England matchups for the first round. I'm always hoping for not, actually. I'm always hoping they get to play somebody new in the first round rather than going all that way to play somebody that you've played loads of times before. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, But we'll see. So, um, But BCP have uh, been a big sponsor for us this year, helped us get to the last two ETC. So get, do go check them out and subscribe. They are... Um, the tournament uh, pairing and list, I suppose, list researching resource that you should start with. And on top of that, we um, are paired with the Discrap Yard Orc, who is a premium dice supplier in the UK. Um, you can find out details about them uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast now. Uh, for the best quality custom dice, whether you've got a design that you want to find made and get and get created up like we've done with some of our England stuff, or whether you want to get, get one of the cool designs from his website, check him out via the link below and they've got some fantastic merchandise and then on top of that we have got oh yeah crazy, crazy, war, boss boss, crazy war boss i had war boss but i couldn't remember the first <laughs> bit crazy war boss gaming which is uh, as previously mentioned the king of crusaders himself ed watts is um the founder of crazy war boss gaming they do tons of uh one day rtts two day um team and uh, smaller 32 man gts um based in the northwest in the midlands Check them out on Facebook and check them out on BCP to see if there's a, an event that might interest you. Lots yeah. of people will attend those, and we're going to be talking about the Teams event for them coming up in our next episode, um, where we're going to be looking at what some of the England boys are going along to support. And they've been a fantastic sponsor, sorting out, helping support, get to the next WTC, basically. So check them out via the link below. What were you going to say, Chris? Yeah, so there's a team event. I think it's going live. Uh, tickets soon. It's old soon. Uh, That's 9th, for March. That's yeah, it, yeah. March. So that you can see that on BCP, but you can see that on Facebook as well. I think he's doing that one possibly for the last time I came in, but Crazy War was gaming. Go check it out on Facebook. Um, uh, then, last but not least, we have, uh, in partnership with Scrapyard Org um, and some other suppliers, started producing merchandise for 2023 24's WTC event, which is taking place in August in Echelon in Belgium. So you can find that on our Discord. If you go to the Discord link that wherever you're listening to this podcast, you'll find a link there. And inside that, there's a link to Dice Objective Markers. We've got some really competitively priced, really good quality Objective Markers Dice. We very much got these great prices to be able to pass them to you guys because it is more about drumming up support for the team rather than kind of making some sort of crazy profit on our side. So if you'd like to support the team and get involved, we have some very 80s-style retro electric color blue and pink dice subjective mats also featuring our new logo that's in, hopefully in front of your eyes now um, and we will be in the near future be looking ordering our shirts to 2024 and if you'd like your own team england shirt with the logo one with your name on the back and you'd like to support us at events around the country rolling the dice playing with the objective mats we would love to see you in there um, getting involved chatting to other England players uh, and maybe wearing and taking away some of that merchandise yourself anything to add to that chris um, I'll just let everyone know on the next podcast how bad the dice are. Um, mine are <laughs> obviously going to be awful. Well, oh. <laughs> because we'll be using them this weekend. We've got a big batch coming in, so all the guys uh, 
there representing England will be having, having so, some dice. So, having so when we're at the bottom, months. because we foolishly used the new England dice and everyone else didn't <laughs> and did really well, I'll be able to go, these England dice are terrible. Buy them now on Discord. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's the best way to sell. And on that note, people, it's time to go and paint my water spiders. I'll have fun with that, Tony. Three colour minimum water spiders. Did you know that uh, non oil is a draw is a what do we call it? Both a highlight and a shade in my army. You get two colours out of that, that's fantastic. Well, dry brushing does everything. It's base colour, bulk of metal, non oil, dry brush. There's an army. For any painting bureaus out there who are crying into your uh, headset. I'm looking forward to seeing this. <laughs> and on that note, good night everybody, speak to you all soon. Night Chris. Bye bye. Bye bye.